My name is Dwayne Default, and welcome to Selling SaaS, a daily podcast that's built to get you quick hits of the best advice from the top experts for go-to-market strategies, sales, and product-led growth. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey everybody, my name is Dwayne Default and I run a revenue optimization agency called Selling SaaS. And so we work with B2B SaaS companies to optimize their go-to-market strategy and create a more effective sales process to help them become more profitable as a business. And so today we're gonna talk about the process of going from an inbound product-led growth SMB type of company and go outbound and upstream. And the reason why a lot of companies end up trying to do that is because they run out of money or they run out of room in their SMB market. And it's very challenging to kind of get past that 10 to 15 million ARR in that SMB space. And even to do that, if you want to try to get to a $20 million company, it becomes very expensive just because the cost of acquisition for leads, how SMB customers tend to buy, it just becomes more expensive and the back-end churn kind of starts eating you alive. And so how do you go from a product-led growth SMB-focused SaaS business into you know selling into larger customers, going upstream and going into an outbound motion. How do you make that shift from inbound SMB into an outbound upstream? So that's what we're gonna talk about today. So there's six, really there's five primary steps to do that. The sixth one's kind of an overarching one that we'll get to. But to do that, the first thing you're gonna to need to do is you're gonna to have to do a heavy amount of segmentation you really need to break down your internal customer base to figure out who fits the criteria of your larger customers. So you can't just put a sales team in front of a bunch of phone calls and have them call a lead list anymore. The ROI of just picking up the phone and calling these days is way too low than it was 10 to 15 years ago. So you have to be extremely strategic on who you reach out to. So again, you really wanna work on segmenting your customers into three or four primary buckets. So you've got your small, your medium, in your large customer base. And so first and foremost, you wanna segment your customer base out so that way you understand who you're dealing with. Then secondly, you really want to define your ideal customer profile and the persona of your larger customers. So the reason why you wanna do that is because the pains and the needs of your larger customers are gonna be vastly different than your smaller customers. So you can't treat every single lead, every single customer the same way, or else you're gonna push them away. And then thirdly, the thing you're gonna wanna do first is you want to go down partner channel acquisition. So if you don't have a channel partnership ecosystem or strategy in place, this is going to be where you're going to get the cheapest learning experience on how to go and talk to these customers, these prospects, and go and work with them. Because when you work with partners, it's like creating a triangle of trust between yourself, the partner, and then the prospect even better if that prospect's already working with that piece of technology. So in a SaaS space, you have the API, so it's basically a digital handshake between two technologies that work together. And so when you're able to come in on the coattails of someone they're already working with, it increases the trust factor and decreases the barrier to entry when it comes to them accepting you as a new technology, rather than having to go through the traditional way of paying for ads, dialing the phone, cold calling, emailing, all of that stuff. It skips over all of those things and you get instant credibility with a partner. And one reason why a partner is so effective in this space is because this is typically where you're gonna get a lot of your larger leads that stay with you a long time. So if you want to decrease your cost of acquisition, increase your sales cycle, increase your average customer account, and even decrease your churn, 
Channel is gonna be the thing you're gonna wanna do. You can come back and thank me later. There's a lot of nuances to building a channel partnership. It takes a long time, long time meaning six to nine months, but that's gonna be one of the first things you're gonna wanna do when you're transitioning, when you're executing on a sales plan and actually taking what you learn from segmentation and learning about your ideal customer profile. You wanna take those two steps into your channel partnership and this is where you're gonna fine tune your messaging, your sales approach, the conversations you're having, the demo, all of that stuff is going to be fine tuned in the channel partnership because it's such a less of a cost to acquire those customers and go down that path. So after you use, after you go through the channel partnership program, you're gonna go through large inbound leads. So traditionally, if you're a product-led growth company, a lot of product-led growth strategists will say, they'll give you the advice that if they're not using, if they're not engaged, if they're not activated inside of that trial or inside of your product, they're not a good fit, leave them alone. Don't interact with them until they convert or until they do a certain thing. That is the worst advice I've ever heard for when it comes to going upstream inside of a product-led growth company. The reason why they're not interacting with your tool is because there isn't an app guide or a walkthrough that's going to help them find answers to questions about problems they don't realize they have. So you have to do the work to where when they come to you, you instantly reach out to them from a sales perspective. You don't wanna wait until the very end of their trial or the very end of their experience or the pilot or anything. Don't leave them to their own devices because listen, if they knew everything they needed to know about the problems they have and how to solve them, they wouldn't need you in the first place. And so if they're already coming to you via inbound, however you do that, don't wait. Speed to lead is extremely important with this. So the first thing you wanna to do to transition after you get out of the channel partnership and you're going after your inbound leads is start putting the sales team calling on those inbound large leads, which is also called sales assist. So when those large inbound leads come in and your sales team calls and reaches out to them, you're still gonna give them a demo, you're gonna walk through, you're gonna follow up with them. It's the combination of product-led and sales-led happening together. And so this is the first real step you're taking to having a sales-led outbound approach because you're taking what you learned from the first three steps of segmenting your customers out, defining the pains and needs of your ICP in the larger segment, fine-tuning your process when it comes to channel partnerships, and then you take everything you learn and implement it to your inbound leads, the ones that are already coming to you. And then from there, you take everything you learn from working those inbound leads and the sales assist process into a true outbound motion. So that's when you get targeted accounts, data enrichment tools, and that's when you start dialing the phone. And the reason why you wait to do that is because it'll help you dial in your messaging, it'll dial in your approach. So when you get those prospects on the phone, you are relevant right out of the gate and you can be direct to the people you need to talk to when you're talking to the different personas at those organizations. Because if you just put a brand new salesperson in a brand new process calling an enterprise customer that doesn't have those things dialed in, that's how you quickly burn a list. So again, we're gonna start with segmenting your current customers out so that way you understand the buckets that they fit in. The second thing you're gonna to wanna to do is you wanna have a clear definition of your ideal customer profile and the persona of your large leads, your large customers. And then you take that information into a channel partnership ecosystem to where you then go through another partner to get referred into another business that matches that criteria. And then when you learn from that, 
that's when you start selling into your inbound large leads. If you already have inbound coming in, those are people that are raising their hands, saying they wanna work with you, don't leave them to their own devices to hopefully convert on their own. This is where you bring in the sales assist. Then after that, you take your learnings from those experiences and go to a true outbound motion. Now, last but not least, the sixth thing is you have to understand your time horizon. That just means the length of time that it's going to take in order to execute and see success from this strategy. All too often, we think things are only gonna take maybe three months or four months, or some people think it's an overnight success. But listen, just developing and executing on a channel partnership could be six to nine months. It's a different ball game. It's like old school sales, it's networking, it's a relationship building, and you have to maintain trust and build credibility with that partner in order for you to get business from them. So that takes, I've seen him do it in three months, but most of the time, six months. And so we're already at six months. So obviously having an outbound upstream motion is not gonna happen inside of a quarter. Nine times out of 10, when companies are transitioning away from an inbound SMB PLG type of company into an outbound upstream enterprise, it could take up to like 12 to 18 months to really see some consistency, some momentum. So you have to understand the patience, you have to understand the work that it's gonna get into. And so if you're starting this journey, you really have to have the patience and making sure you're getting the right people on the bus, you have the right expectations set for the team, and you understand what you're getting into. So hopefully this is helpful and it gives you a little bit of insights on how to get out of the SMB inbound rat race and trying to finagle your way through the cost of paid acquisition channels and really start working your way upstream and understand what it's gonna to take to do that. So if you found value from today's episode, I share it with a friend, tag them, take a screenshot. Uh, but most importantly, go ahead and leave a review. So I appreciate you being here and I'll see you on the next one. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Selling SaaS Podcast. And if you got value from today, please leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. 